This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I am here with Christina Lee. Hey, Robin. WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, what's up, Robin? NPR Music's Rihanna Cruz. Howdy, Robin. And Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out on May 6th, including new ones from Arcade Fire and Sharon Van Etten. But we start with Jack Harlow's Come Home, The Kids Miss You. My nail tech knows how to keep it a little secret. I don't wish for my success, I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too, but you tweaking. I look like I've been getting money, how reeking. You smell me, that's LV. Walk around with my chest out and my skin smooth, I'm healthy. I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking, but most of y'all can't help me. Most of y'all ain't wealthy. Most of y'all just dress like it. I caught the vibe that y'all giving off and I'm trying to make myself less like it. This chick got a little Porsche body. I might let the bro test drive it. It's hard for me to get excited. I love music and stress about it. My city hauling, I'm co-signing this wave coming up next out it. Riding around in the shotgun and her Tesla. Hanging both of my legs. Jack Harlow's Come Home, The Kids Miss You is uh, one of those super closely guarded albums leading up to its release. We weren't able to hear all of it before taping this show, but let's talk about what we do know at this point. Christina. I'll start with you. So this album follows up his platinum selling debut. That's what they all say, right? That's where you probably heard What's Poppin', which is the song that earned him his first Grammy nomination. You might even know this guy from his feature on Lil Nas X's Industry Baby. But there are folks out there who have literally watched Jack Harlow come up from sixth grade, essentially. There are YouTube videos floating out there where he's riffing off of Drake started from the bottom as a grade schooler, talking about how his favorite singer was Fergie and he was skinny as if he still wasn't a kid at this point. With this album, he's at the final stage of his glow up, let's say, that was happening in real time where for a lot of folks, he convincingly sells himself as the ultimate Gen Z heartthrob. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, now he's fully grown up. He's in ninth grade. I know, exactly. That is the plot twist. (laughs) I've always been like a massive fan of his. He knows that he can access the audience like that. Like, I feel like he does everything with a wink and a nudge. With the singles that we've heard so far from this record, I think there's such a marked change from even something like What's Poppin' to these songs, both in technical skill and production. He is making sure that he's bringing in all of the big guns, making sure that like this record is his moment. I could see the whole city from this balcony. Back in 2019, I was outside freely, but now they got it out for me. I don't care what frat that you was in, you can't out for me. Keep dreaming. Pineapple juice, I give a sweet, sweet, sweet semen. I know what they like, so I just keep cheesing. Hard drive full of heat seeking. Trying to come the same day as Jack rethinking. You don't need Givenchy, you need Jesus. Why do y'all sleep on me? I need reasons. I used to think on the white rapper spectrum, he was closer to Macklemore than like a Mac Miller. Eminem aside, I feel like that's a scale of irony, super intelligent craft. After reading like his Rolling Stone profile, he explicitly is saying, I want to take the hip hop throne. I want to be the greatest rapper of my time. And 
I think that shows like he's super dedicated to his craft and there's very little irony or jokes with him. There's like a quote from the profile. It says that like he's emerged from a very low powered time machine where he references rappers in their 30s and 40s way more than his actual peers as if he's gunning to conquer the rap world of 2010 or so, which is such an apt comparison to me because the features on the record are like Drake, Lil Wayne, Pharrell, Justin Timberlake. Those are huge era-defining artists. Noticeably absent from that features list is Dolly Parton, who he said in that same Rolling Stone article, he confirmed that his team had reached out to her and that he, quote, wants to put her on some hard shit. But uh, I don't see her on the uh, finals features list. I don't know. I feel like he's very tapped into, like, all different types of music. It's definitely essential to selling yourself as the next suburban rap hero. When I see like the path that he's taking, he's clearly riffing off of early Kanye West. And I think Mm -hmm. he knows that for the most part, all the standards that come with hip hop are working against him. His parents ran like a sign business. He's very like out of touch with the whole struggle rap vibe, the whole sort of lyricism that comes with hardship and growing up because he doesn't have that to draw on he's sort of leaning on this like i'm writing a song about my nail tech he's like a little goofy with it which i like jack harlow come home the kids miss you out now on may 6th along with this next one that we want to highlight from the duo obeyi it's called spell 31 this is the song made of gold we show them heroes feel we are the younger the hunger we show the heroes feel all right one more time Ibeyi, the sister duo of Lisa Cayende Diaz and Naomi Diaz. This is a really beautiful, triumphant record. Vocally, I love the way that their melodic lines are sung in unison, but also layered harmonically. It kind of toes the line between a harmonic line and a, a melodic line. There's minimal percussion but there's also at times they add this really contemporary electronic feel stylistically there's not really a quick or easy box that i would try to put them in but a lot of these songs have this sacred air to them you feel a lot of history and a lot of spirit in this music even though a lot of it does also sound very contemporary You know, we talked with Jack Harlow about leveling up, and this, (laughs) not to compare Abayi to Jack Harlow in any way, shape, or form, this record is the sound of leveling up. And I've loved Abayi's first couple of records, but this just feels so fully formed. There's not a wasted second anywhere on it. It's 10 songs in 26 minutes, and it's still taking you on such a journey. It's weaving in guests, as you mentioned, the different kind of percussive sounds and and beats and voices that you're hearing. And it's amazing how far this record travels in such a short time. You have a, a song like Sister to Sister, which almost feels like a pop song, but like it, it has like the spiritual weight 
to it. It definitely feels like it's coming from some other sacred place, but it it very much feels like the moment right now. It's not retro in any way. It's, It's very cutting edge. Some of my favorite moments on this album is where they actually give themselves like personal anthems, like sister to sister. It's like where they literally explain how to pronounce the group's name, but then also in in foreign country uh, where there's that spoken word interlude talking about how twins are a spirit of a higher rank. Ibe has such a knack for presenting love and relationships we might otherwise take for granted and presenting them as something like truly sacred. And so I was glad to hear them channel that same sort of energy toward themselves. Abehi Spell 31 is the new album. And let's do one more before we take a break. And it is honestly a stunning new album from Arcade Fire, their first new record in five years. It's called We. This is part of the opening track, Age of Anxiety. Fire loves to make big, grand, mission statement style concept albums. And this is their sixth album. It's split into two sides. There's side I and side we. And it is tackling issues surrounding connectedness and anxiety and alienation, the kind of stuff that Arcade Fire has been talking about for for a little while. I mean, they're anxious about the world, as we all are. Robin, you said you think this is a stunning record. I think it's uneven. I think it's Hmm. periodically stunning. My thing with Arcade Fire, I would liken Arcade Fire to Jon Stewart. I like them best when they're not just telling me what's wrong with society. Hmm. Um, (laughs) I want your, your music to be grand and exploratory, but I think sometimes they get a little tripped up underlining some of their concepts. That happened a lot with their previous record, which I think most people agree wasn't very strong. This record, I think they marry that to songs that explore a little bit more and have more epic sweep to them and some really, really strong production. When I first heard those first couple singles, the lightning parts one and two, I thought, oh my God, talk about something you've heard a million times, those junk, 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 chugging guitars and the Pete Townsend guitar. I thought, oh my dear God, how many times have I heard that? Come on, guys. 
But then when I heard the full album, I was kind of floored by it. And I even would say that those singles, Lightnings Part 1 and 2, in the context of the full album, were not as, I don't know, maybe that's why you thought it was uneven, Stephen, but uneven, Stephen. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, I, my, that's, my, that's what they yeah. call me back at the playground. Yeah. Okay, my favorite stretch on the record is End of the Empires Part 1 through 4. Here's a bit of how that starts. One last dance Here at the end of the empire Watching the moon on the ocean Where California used to be It's not half bad But spend half your life being sad I mean, a lot of the themes, as Stephen said at the top of this discussion and the ideas on the record, they're not hard to suss out. They're pretty no. on the nose. But, but, but let's better, jump ahead. What better way to say that we're living in an age of anxiety than to say we're living in an age of anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> I want to jump ahead in the same end of Empire stretch. She says, there's diamonds in your eyes. think that's too on the nose calling on social media and it being you know the scourge of our human existence and doing oh, it with just the word unsubscribe. unsubscribe don't say unsubscribe then right oh, man, that's, totally that's what got me it's like come on man <laughs> well let's just go ahead and knock off the other albums that we were going to talk about we'll we'll just stay here on arcade fire uh, for the next 20, 30 minutes oh, or so, because I clearly have quite a case here to argue. I think it's a wonderful album, and I let me put it this way. I haven't said, oh, holy shit, while listening to an Arcade Fire record in probably 15 years, but I said that repeatedly while listening to this record. My drop! <laughs> Can't argue that with that. That just happened. <laughs> okay, Arcade Fire... I think getting their groove back on the band's first new album in five years, it's called We. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll hear the new Sharon Van Etten album and more releases that we're excited about this week. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. 
Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Teladoc Health. There are lots of reasons for wanting to be healthy. Family, work, living a fuller life. Teladoc Health understands. Whether you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or just need to manage your weight, Teladoc Health can help. Visit teledochealth.com slash what's your why for more information. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C health slash what's your why. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. On this episode, we're looking at the best albums out on May 6th, including a new one from the rapper IDK and producer Kate Renata. It's called Simple. This track is Dog Food. It's 11 o'clock on the dot, I'm on the block Ain't no time for no sleeping, a yawn and no whatnot Twelve running around creeping and peeping for the drop We be moving with caution, the block is really hot The block is hot, the block is 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 hot They tried to frisk me, want me hot Incarcerated, I won't be hot I run and hit the corner hot I'm headed for the border hot Mix the weed with water hot Sold it to my auntie Hungary, I can't be hot So I sell it to my family I hope they don't sing like they tryna win a Grammy I hope it ain't an act like they tryna win an Emmy I'm tryna get a nut so I'm moving like I'm Sandy I'm living underwater, I don't know how I can breathe So that was a song, Dog Food, by IDK and Kei Trinata featuring Denzel Curry. So what's interesting about Simple is that this is the first time that we're hearing a rapper-producer collaboration from the likes of both of these artists, IDK and Kei Trinata. Going into this, I didn't actually have a lot of context for how this project even came to be. The only bit of context that I had were some social media dispatches, you know, from around this time last year, actually. You know, saying like, hey, we're in the studio and we're vibing, we're jamming together. But this collaboration actually makes sense once you look at it on paper. Both of them are really eager collaborators. You know, between them, they've collaborated with the likes of Craig David, Caliuchis, DMX, the late MF Doom. And also, they are both really fond of early 2000s production. You can kind of hear that in the song we just heard, Dog Food, where IDK is like, the block is hot, the block is hot. In my notes, I wrote, so not like Lil Wayne, but also maybe like <laughs> Lil Wayne. We're not sure. Both of these cats, uh, IDK and Kate are willing collaborators, gifted at bringing out the best with the people that they work with. Kate Renata actually has done a full-length rapper collaboration. He did that record with his brother, uh, Lou Phelps, the Celestics record, which was fantastic. This record, like that record, and like the cut uh, Pay for Haiti that Kate Renata did with Makami last year, you know, we know Kate Renata for these, like, dynamic, like, up-tempo house tracks. He really does have, like, a, a real chemistry working with MCs. The beats throughout this record are dope and idk he brings like this real uh like fly like confident flair and energy vocally it, it it all works together perfectly when i was listening to this the other day i was chilling i was just putting it on in the background while working and my partner started to like bob their head and then like move around and dance a little bit and i was like Oh, like, you know, Ketranad is just good at getting people moving from a DJ, you know, that's really like all 
all you can ask for, you know. Like he has a command over over the dance floor, and he has a command over over people grooving, which I I have to respect. Like as somebody that hasn't really been fully sold, I I really like his ability to like get people moving. You know, he gets to let loose a little bit. Uh, he further tests out the singing chops that he's tested out in the past, and. Even when he does touch on some of the more anxious subject matter, like on Zaza Tree, where he's urging himself to stop pacing, it kind of makes these heavy dance grooves seem all the more cathartic. So I really enjoyed hearing that that contrast between these two collaborators. I can already hear my fellow DJs loading up like Zaza Tree and Drugstore into their Serato crates. Like, oh, absolutely! <laughs> that that went right into Virtual DJ. Come on, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a in. few cuts on here that are probably gonna like dominate the spring and and summer dance parties this year. IDK and Katrinata together on their new one called Simple. Another big release for. All the senses in the world, Stephen, I'm looking at you, <laughs> comes from the singer Sharon Van Etten, whom we adore. Her new album is called We've Been Going About This All Wrong. This song is called Headspace. hard to believe, Robin, that it's been more than, what, 12 years since you and I sat in a church in Austin, Texas, and wept like babies. Yeah. I was just going to say, can you rec- how do you reconcile the shy young 20-something who was on stage with just her guitar strumming to where she has arrived now? Because it's incredible. Well, you can hear it over the course of her records, right? She put yeah. out her first record, Because I Was In Love, is this beautiful, really quiet, contained, very soft, almost timid record. And then as her albums rolled out over the years, this is her sixth album, she just found herself. She found assertiveness and power and strength and became a rocker. And as recently as last year, put out this fantastic song with Angel Olsen. She's just completely come into her own. And you hear this record, what's interesting about it is it feels a little bit like it's coming full circle. It's a little bit quieter. It's a little more introspective and tender. Uh, There were no advanced singles from this record. It's meant to be heard as a piece in its entirety. And it is an album kind of about 
reflection and looking at your past through the prism of your present and finding your complete self in the in the process it really kind of combines that wonderful introspection and quiet beauty of her early work with the kind of more urgent and forceful work that she was putting out as she was really ascending and becoming a true rock star the yearning and the passion, and it's just raging passion across this whole record, I thought was just staggering. And she gets so big on some of these songs. Here's one called Born. God, I can't wait to see this live. If you follow her on Instagram, part of this evolution, you can see that her whole look has evolved too. You know, she's gotten really cut and she's got this really <laughs> short pixie haircut and she's wearing all black and she has this whole do not mess with Sharon Van Etten vibe going on. I think you hear it in this music too. It is so fearless and I'm there for it. Sharon Van Etten, we've been going about this all wrong. It is another busy release week, and I know there are some other albums out today that we're loving. So before we wrap up, let's just go around the room here and we can flag some of them. John, we'll start with you. I've been really rocking with Germicide and The Expert, their new album, The Overview Effect. Germicide is the MC, The Expert handles the production, and the record is colorful, it's psychedelic, it's energetic revolutionary hip-hop love is when you find the one to love until your time is done and when she on the line a voice reminds you with a shining sun make you stand behind your hun you ain't trying to run who is fine feeling on your mind make a brother rhyme a ton motivation for your life no relation to a wife culmination of the rice throwing like you rolling dice how could a nigga hate it bring flowers to illustrate it christina one of my picks this week is from R&B singer LMA. So if you recall, four years ago, there was absolutely no escaping her breakout single, Boot Up. So today she's following that up with her sophomore album called Heart of My Sleeve. Like a glimpse from the past, you can feel the dark in a frame. You're the post up on the wall. In my dreams, you're the prince and I'm at the bar. Fairy tales, I'm not used to that. Oh. Rihanna, you've got to point out the giant elephant in the room that none of us have talked about so far. Oh, the Chick 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 record. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) In a monumental day for fellow Puerto Ricans everywhere, Bad Bunny is releasing a new album entitled Un Verano Sin Ti which translates to A Summer Without You. It's sort of a surprise release, was teased through like a classified ad, like very interesting stuff happening with the release, but it was officially announced this past week and any summer with New Bad Bunny is a good summer. So I have no doubt that this will be inescapable and worth a listen and way worthy. Another one that was super closely guarded. We No one's heard anything from it <laughs> yeah. at all. As but it's like 23 songs show. deep. Yeah, That's all we know. The teaser video was, like, very vague. Like, I gathered nothing (laughs) from what he posted on Instagram but the titles. So, like, who knows what's going to happen? Steven. 
Yeah, the wild, genre-smashing Japanese noise punk band Otoboke Beaver has a new album called Super Champon. Now, Champon, Robin, you speak a little Japanese. It means like a mix of different things, almost like a like a, what, a sampler platter or something. And that kind of sums up what is going on with this band. This band is smashing up 10 different genres and just spitting them in your face simultaneously for the duration of, of their very exhausting exhausting, exhilarating, and super, super fun sound. So glad you flagged that one. Amazing to see live, too. Oh, my gosh. Talk about energy and, yeah, crazy. And I'll flag the album Head Full of Sugar from the band Sunflower being a a New York trio. They can really tear it up sometimes, uh, like they do on this song, Roll the Dice. A lot of the album leans into more pop direction and sense, but my favorite moments are when they plug in the guitars, crank them up, Sunflower Bean, the album Head Full of Sugar. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday episode. My thanks to Christina Lee, John Morrison, Rihanna Cruz, and Stephen Thompson. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Robin. Our episode this week was produced with help from Bob Boylan. It was edited and mixed by the Ron Scalzo. If you want a list of everything that we talked about and more releases out this week, you'll find it in the description for this episode in your podcast feed. It's also on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. And to hear full versions of the tracks we played, along with a whole bunch of new singles that came out this week, search for NPR's expanded New Music Friday playlist in Apple Music and Spotify. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com slash NPR. With NPR Plus, you get bonus content from behind the scenes of your favorite shows, like the NPR Politics Podcast. A friend of mine who worked at the Associated Press came in to the courtroom and said, Step to it. Michael Cohen has flipped on Trump. And with NPR Plus, you'll be supporting public media. Learn more at plus.npr.org.